deal of the day, you are mostly following a drop shipping model. What sort of marketing tactics do you follow? What we usually do is uh, we find the product, we try to um, boost it accordingly. We set the targeted audience and um, that's how we want to read. And even like in terms of marketing, when we do influencer marketing, we try to see the influencer and the impact they have on the crowd, mm -hmm. like the type of people who um, are in their community. And we try to align the product we are serving with them, mm -hmm. which best fits our vision. And, um, you know, like uh, it has to align. The product that we're offering has to align with the influencers. Only then it helps us to reach out to the target people that we want. This is Shuvo, and I welcome you to e-commerce growth podcast. Here I talk about how you can turn your e-commerce store visitors into repeat customers. Every week, I bring a successful e-commerce store owner or a thought leader, know the untold game plan behind their success and share them with you so that you can achieve the same growth for your e-commerce business. In our today's episode, we have Rafia Ferdos, founder of Deal of the Day, which is one of the leading fashion e-commerce of Bangladesh and is quite a popular name among the Gen Z and the millennials of the country. Rafia sources the most fashionable products from Malaysia and directs them straight to the doors of the Bangladeshi fashion-savvy community. Only in two years, she has tripled her sales. In this episode, Rafia will share with us what it takes to build a successful dropshipping business in the least amount of time and in a moment of crisis. Hi Rafia, thank you for joining us here. So recently we have been hearing a lot about the deal of the day and I cannot wait to bring you in our show. So tell us more about your company. Okay, that's so good to hear. Thank you for having me over. Well, deal of the day, as you already may have known, we are a pre-order based page. We mostly cater to the Malaysian market. If you're looking to buy anything at a good deal, especially if it happens to be a Malaysian brand, I would recommend you go to the page. We cater to um, fashion, accessories, clothing items, and basically anything you can find in Malaysia. And what I really try to promote for the brand is a good deal. Because a lot of times, especially during like the seasonal sales, the brands really slash down their prices. So you're getting a very good deal. Okay. And um, it could perhaps be like 70%, 80%. But what I, that's, that's one of the main things that I wanted to uh, make accessible for the people. Like, you don't have to be in Malaysia for the, se se uh, the sale season, but you could still avail the best prices. Wow, that's amazing. So uh, what triggered you to create this brand or let's say start your company back in 2019? Well, okay, um, 2019 was when the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. And so my uni was closed and the only time I was in the mall was the time was I was stepping outside of the house. And I got to look at all these amazing sales that were happening. And that's when it really hit me. Like, you know, these are the clothes that people in Bangladesh could like really wear. And if I was in Bangladesh, I would want to buy that because I was shopping like crazy. So just that like uh, idea sparked in me like, hey, why not just open a page, uh, put this on and see how people respond to it. And uh, yeah, that's how I started deal of the day. Okay, and how are you growing now? Fast forward today, it's been two years, so what's changed? Uh, 
our followers, uh, the number of orders we are getting per day, a lot has changed actually. When I first started, I was um, someone who was shopping in the mall and found the deals that I liked. Mm -hmm. But two years down the road, it has taught me so much to finally understand the type of people I want to attract, the type of people that would be interested in the particular item, let's say. Um, all that has really helped me to grow to understand my market and to introduce the product based on the type of people I want to attract. Mm -hmm. uh, because my market is kind of niche, like uh, the people we cater to, they're usually females. It's not like we do not offer anything for the males, but because um, I feel like I have a better understanding of fashion or accessories or I just um, in general of like trendy things for females. but. Uh, maybe that's why I never really jumped in into the male market, but we do still like cater to anyone who wants to purchase anything from Malaysia. Deal of the day, you are mostly following a drop shipping model. You mm -hmm. are buying from the stores in Malaysia that, that the products that are already in sales there, and you are selling it to the people of Bangladesh mostly, yeah. right? So who is your target ideal customer profile? Who normally buys from you? Okay, so... The normal, the people that we target, they're usually females and <clears throat> from like 20 to 35, 40 years old. So it depends on the seasons as well. Like that, I, I've, I've usually noticed people like, you know, who are buying are pretty young, like young in the sense like 20 to 35 or 40, not much older than that. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because of the type of products we have to offer. Uh, most of the times it's um, all the latest trends happening stuff that you see happening in like fashion shows um all the like like all the seasonal fashion shows and it takes a long time for people to understand that okay this is trending and it's like trend is quite a tricky thing and you do not find it everywhere so that's what i try to do follow up with the trends and offer them at the best price so okay. it's easier for people to um, keep up with the trend, you know, like yeah. you don't, and it does not cost them a fortune because it should not like you should, you should not have to, uh, sabotage your wallet to look trendy. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. I'll just note it down and tell it to my close people. Then. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what sort of marketing tactics do you follow? So as I can understand, it's a drop shipping model. Your ideal customers are female who are more in between 20 to 40 years old. Mm -hmm. And they're mostly into the middle upper class society. So what did you do to bring all these people into your website or let's say into your company? Um, I think uh, the first few phases, the first few months was more like a trial and error. It is, it's also like one of the important parts of uh, if, like in perspective of the journey because it helped us analyze the type of people we want to attract. Mm -hmm. um, what we usually do is uh, we find the product, we try to um, boost it accordingly. We set the targeted audience and um, that's how we want to read. And even like in terms of marketing, when we do influencer marketing, we try to see the influencer and the impact they have on the crowd, mm -hmm. like the type of people who um, are in their community. And we try to align the product we are serving with them, mm -hmm. which best fits our vision. And, um, you know, like uh, it has to align 
the product that we're offering has to align with the influencers, only then it helps us to reach out to the target people that we want, we have in mind. So the first few like the first few months, it was like we're dropping our products, seeing how people react to it. If it goes okay, we're dropping similar items. If it doesn't, we know like to put an end to that. And so that's how we figured out which are the ones that work. Mm -hmm. And that's how we've been trying to bring in similar things or things around that same line. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, let's say if this, uh, this design worked or if people are more into this brand, then likely they're likely to perceive other stuff that, that the same brand has to offer. It's more like that. It's a trial and error that we're still doing, still learning right. process, because you know people's taste change and stuff. Okay, so I can see two clear value proposition mm -hmm. into the company. So one is, uh, as someone who looks for different sales, so your your page or I would say your company mm -hmm. gives me all the consolidated sales offers that are already in, in Malaysia, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't need to just look into multiple websites, multiple exactly. pages and try to look for deals. But if I can be in your community, mm -hmm. I can be always updated about the new deals. And the second thing is, uh, once you give me the deals, uh, I can buy these products into much cheaper rate than I would normally buy in some other time. Exactly. Right. So. Yeah, I think you are basing on these two value propositions and building a community mm -hmm. and also doing influencer marketing, right? Yeah, okay. I, I would like to like to um, highlight that part about where you do not have to, you know, look through all the websites. Mm -hmm. uh, we have developed our website deal of the day deal store with literally the same vision. Because a lot of times, let's say we have clients, they would come in and they're like, I want to buy a bag. Can you recommend me a good sale that's happening? Okay. So it's not really, um, let's say if uh, we're getting a lot of clients like that who want to buy something and they want recommendation. So that's how we have the website. If you go in, you'll see all the latest sales happening and like all the highlights as well. So you can just go to our website and see like basically every sale that's happening. Okay. So how are, you, how are you yourself getting notified of these sales? Are you scrapping websites? I or? am on my phone 24-7 looking for the best deal for you guys. <laughs> see, that's how it works. So uh, tell me a little bit about uh, this community building. How did you started doing that? What are the things you did to make sure you have a healthy community? And also a little bit about the influencer marketing. What did work for you? What did not work for you? Okay. So um, to start with the community, um, once we have the type of product that we want to provide, it's easier to uh, figure out the type of people you want to attract. Because I'm not personally a gadget freak. So there's no point of me emerging into the market because I do not have the proper knowledge to get into there. So I stick to my niche market. I stick to what I'm good at, which is fashion. Mm -hmm. And so I know the people that I want to attract also, ha we have to share the similar interest. So I know the kind of like my targeted market. And based on that, we try to post um, the clothing items or like we try to make content based around the topic of interest. Mm -hmm. So when people look it up, they can see, okay, this or this mm -hmm. or, um, you know, it also comes down to how many posts we're doing per day. Because as a page, we have to be very active. Mm -hmm. Because a big part of our engagement relies on that. We, can't, we, uh, we cannot not post anything because that would literally drop it down to zero. 
so we have to be very um and also we have to keep on posting like uh content which describes us mm-hmm. we are called deal of the day it would not make sense if you're posting something which is like crazy expensive and people know it's not the best deal that they can they can get so a lot of time it involves studying the market and making sure we're able to provide a good deal because that's where our pride lies like a lot of time people come to us because they know that's where they can find the best deal for that particular item and we um it's a, it's like what we try to live up to the name that we already have in the market so it's not an easy task it's quite frustrating now that i'm talking about it but yeah okay and what about the influencer marketing as i think from for, from a community perspective mm-hmm. what you basically are doing a is you're trying to be as much active as possible yeah. giving them their deals every day mm-hmm. so that they can be informed mm-hmm. and secondly you are trying to give more values by posting the best deals yeah okay so because i want them to understand that uh, i know that people are going to compare but it's what comes down the end of the comparison i want them to know that this is where they'll find the best deal they can compare it with like 10 other pages they'll still find the better deal here okay so yeah i mean i'm not giving a guarantee but yeah i try okay guys <laughs> so what about your influencer marketing tactics because we oh, have recently okay. heard a lot about the positive and negative side of both influencer marketing campaigns um uh, okay do you want me to start with the positive or the negative i'll leave it up to you okay maybe start with the negative because it's um yeah like you know cut down the expectations then give you the bigger picture so the negative side is uh don't get intimidated by the numbers because the numbers do not mean anything if it does not align with uh what vision you have in mind it has been um not to name anyone or anything in particular i'm just going to give a very general scenario of something that happened to us we have had like um collaborated with an influencer that cost us a fortune um you know in influ- like when you're diving into their market there are like very high end influencers that you'd have to pay like 20k 30k for a collaboration and then there are the macro influencers that like probably would you would uh, get it done within 3 to 7k so naturally when you're going for the twi- higher end influencer you have a certain expectation in mind that okay i'm paying so much i want uh it to be more impactful but that wasn't quite the case for us um we had paid like around 25k for a collaboration and you could say it went down the drain well um maybe i like now that i think about it i think the it was not really represented in the best way that it could have and it did not generate the sales that i had in mind so yeah that that's like one negative thing that happens it does not always live up to your expectation it could go one of the either ways it okay. could either spike up or be like a complete money thrown down the drain but how can i mean the common e-commerce stores avoid that by okay. identifying the niche group yeah by identifying the niche group and also uh, maybe before going into a serious collaboration you can see how their presence is perceived by the people like it's received by your page let's say you can try sending them a pr or maybe just you know go for like a smaller scale collaboration mm-hmm. to see if it's actually received well if you get good numbers out of it if you get good sale out of the product they're promoting and only if it goes to that extent maybe you can try to level it up a bit more 
Makes But sense. most of the time it works. Like if you just analyze the type of influencer, like um, if you're, if you want to promote a skincare, try to find the influencers who make content regarding that area, like who are good at promoting skincare and who have a follower based based on that. And it will most likely reflect in your feed as well. So the people who follow them, follow them for the skincare routine. So when they're promoting you, like your page, most likely you'll get many sales out of that. You know, people would come into your page, they're like, oh, okay, let's try this out and stuff. As you can understand, dropshipping model is pretty, I would say, competitive because you have lower risk factor, mm -hmm. of course. Uh, you're investing your time in mostly getting the best deals for your customers. Yeah. But on the other hand, you don't have the risk to maintain a lot of inventory and things like that. So how are you getting competitive in the market? How are you beating your competitors and making sure that uh, you can constantly give values to your end customers? Um, what comes into factor is the consistency. Mm -hmm. People, when they see that we're constantly coming up with the new products and we're doing it first, it they kind of develop a trust that okay this is uh better and uh yeah it's it's also like the timing you have to get the right timing and no matter what you can't completely eliminate the competition because it's always going to be there what i do not like to um divert my thoughts into it too much because uh that's something i cannot like eliminate even if i try so i try to do what i'm good at i try to focus on my business and i try to come up with ways that would make it seem more attractive to people that's pretty much it. I think that's the ideal way to go. So yeah, uh, it's been almost more than two years, two and a half years, right? No, it's, so, it's actually a little less than two years. Oh, it's a little less than two years. So uh, what's in for deal of the day for the future? What are you looking for? Oh, well, um, I do have some big plans. But for now, wh um, what I have in mind is setting up a store. That's uh, something we have been um planning for like around six months and it's a work in progress mm -hmm. so I do not want to cut the ribbon right now but yeah like that's what's coming up in the future mm -hmm. maybe a store maybe I'm not I don't know it could be it couldn't be but then you will have to grab a new model right you you're yeah maintaining an inventory that yeah, time. because I believe like as the pandemic comes to an end people will want the want to buy the things in a much faster way, like no one would want to wait for two months to mm -hmm. get a product. So I actually want to um, make sure I can, like this is something I've been trying to work on. Like I want them to have the best deals with a lesser waiting time. Okay. So it involves a lot of risk and I'm yet to do a lot of studying to see what is the best item I could bring if I am to go through with that. But yeah, that's something I do have um, on the vision board for myself, maybe over the next one or two years. Let's see if I can do that or not. Best of luck. But I think you have the data to mm -hmm. at least uh, make some projections. Like you, yeah. you already know which of the deals people prefer, what are the deals they buy, and I mean, take it instantly. So yeah. I think you can uh, I mean, if buy we, those deals. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Uh, we do look at the insights to see how people are responding to certain products. Mm -hmm. That's how we pretty much uh, keep the page rolling. Like when you ask me about the engagement, it's it has a lot of things to do with the insights, like how people respond to certain posts or a certain type of post. Yep. You know, so uh, making sure we make more content in a similar way so the engagement rate goes higher. 
and yeah that involves like the same products but yeah. at the same time i'm do i am scared like uh to have a very monotonous tone like mm-hmm. i do not want to be offering the same products over and over again i do want to bring a bit of change into it so let's see how people receive that <laughs> makes sense uh thank you thank you for being into our show uh just to recap for all of our uh, audience uh Rafia she is the owner of deal of the day uh, it's running in a drop shipping model uh, her marketing campaigns depend on building the community and building influencers network she buys uh, great deals from malaysia and sells those product into bangladesh so that bangladeshi people can get the best product in the lowest rate and she is not too much worried about her competition she's trying to give the best value to her customers that's and that's how she wants to win the market so that would be it. thank you